I thought I would read a little bit of the Bhashya, the commentary, uh, simply because, uh, you know, the co kind of commentary that we are used to is, when we do read commentary, is uh, Adi Shankara, who is, of course, unsurpassed in terms of writing commentary, which also means that one sentence of Adi Shankara's commentary can run into a page, especially if you look at Kathopanishad and certain other, uh, you know, examples of that. Kenopanishad also, there is a track like that. A whole page, one sentence, Brahma Sutra commentary also is like that. So, it can be, uh, you know, to say the least, it's both rewarding, fulfilling, and also it can be intimidating and put off the person who is interested in this knowledge, but doesn't know what the person, what the commentator, the Bhashakara, is trying to say. Now, this commentary is very to the point, erudite, uh, simply put, and in the and the Sanskrit is very easy to understand. Now, I should say this caveat, which will apply for everyone, for those who are happy that we are going to dabble in a little bit of Sanskrit um, commentary, uh, I will say that, uh, you know, we won't do this all the time. Just few places here and there, because we have a lot of ground to cover in these, uh, in this one month with regard to this Upanishad. And for those who are planning to sign off, I, I will say the same thing. Don't, don't uh, get worried or intimidated. Uh, this is, uh, we are reading a commentary, not for the Sanskrit, but for the, what it can add to whatever else is being said. So we can get an idea of how, you know, uh, this was viewed in the last century uh, when this commentary was written, okay? Again, the author of the commentary is, is Swami Ramatirtha, who also uh, passed away very young at age 32. And uh, I mentioned this yesterday about him. He was one of the few Swamis to go to the uh, United States and lecture there. But uh, since he was told, you know, Swami is free and um, unencumbered, he would always travel without baggage, without money without ticket and so he would carry nothing and, uh, and still manage somehow to go to a few places and uh, you know uh, and uh, uh, give lectures and uh, there is a trust that is formed in his name and I think uh, some of you might have read uh, some of his works all his works have been uh, translated into English. I don't think this commentary has been. This commentary is kind of buried, and it's not part of his, uh, the you know, the collective works in seven volumes, and uh, the volumes are uh, collectively entitled "In the Woods of God Realization" or something like that. And so, you know, you can look at that later. But uh, Vedantically speaking, the person is very uh, pakka. And so I thought it would be nice to familiarize ourselves with just a little dabbling into the, into the, into the Sanskrit to see what, you know, what the tradition has to say about this uh, Upanishad. But first, our prayer. Om Sahana Vavatu Sahanau Bhunaktu 
ऑस्टेरिटीज and why these austerities are engaged in it's not because one has some kind of a masochistic tendency to go and you know put the body inside some kind of a contorted pretzel shaped pose called hatha yoga and stay there forever that's not the point the point is that this austerity is engaged in for several reasons one is and it's also not to you know set a guinness book of world record that okay you know this person was standing with the arms out outstretched looking at the sun uh, for uh, almost 3 years 1000 days means what um 2 years and 9 months <laughs> if we do this for 2 minutes and 9 seconds uh, we are feeling the heat of this so you can imagine what kind of tenacity the person had this king called uh, brihadratha had for this kind of a you know exercise so th- this is not to set a record it's not to get a boon even though he was offered a boon it is not to set a record uh, guinness book etc and it's not some kind of a self hatred hatred over the body and some kind of a what should i say um let me show my let me just be masochistic let me just it's not a form of self sabotage in terms of the body or self flagellation the, the tapas is engaged for reasons other than these so what is the the, the tapas is engaged by the sages we it's a way of you know accentuating or accelerating the karma that is in your name yeah so there is some prarabdha karma there correct and uh, and uh, you know you can't exhaust all the karmas but you can accelerate or set into motion some of the karmas that are standing in the way of gaining this knowledge so brihadratha might have been frustrated with being the king and usually what happens and this is pointed out by the commentator swami rama that you know usually in the in the the world culture the sun ascends the throne after the king has died that is the whole that is the pratha that is the that is the custom it's customary for the the, the eldest son to ascend the throne while the king is uh, you know after the king has departed the body but here the king is alive and he has still you know put the sun in on the throne that shows a certain vairagya and you know uh, and then what happens the other thing you know is we have to look at here is that the you know in so he might have already been frustrated that he was you know managing this kingdom without much interest because his interests were elsewhere and all his punya had fructified to the point of giving him maturity to be able to let go of the kingdom and all the 
you know, paraphernalia that went with it. The fanfare, the headache, everything. He was able to, uh, uh, you know, the, the kingdom had blessed him. Being a king had blessed him and fulfilled him to be able to move on. Yet there was no teacher. I mean, it takes some time to understand that one needs a guide. You know, one cannot do this on one own, one's own. After trying, only one understands. And uh, then it takes some time to sort of look for the right teacher. And it takes some time also, like, you know, there are also missteps going to the wrong teacher and sometimes you come to the right teacher you don't recognize you go away you know because you feel like you know you get uh, frustrated you get impatient and uh, one gets you know annoyed you know so many things and so all these pratibandhas meaning obstacles that are standing in the way are burnt by the tapas ah, that's the thing so now as i said in Kali Yuga, especially these days, we cannot even imagine standing on one leg like Ravana did. And we cannot imagine standing with the arms outstretched, staring at the sun. Let me add, without UV protection glasses or a vat of sunscreen to keep on applying, you know, some, you know, what should I say, um, unending supply of sunscreen, you know. Actually, it is not sunscreen. Without sunscreen, it is sunscreen. That's what happened to Brihadratha. You know, he was literally perhaps baked to a crisp, the body, body-wise. And so, you know, there was no sunscreen, no UV protection glasses. And he, with all these things, we cannot stare at the sun for beyond, you know, a couple of minutes. And here, you know, we are not talking of two minutes, we are talking of two year, two and years and three quarters years. Two years and nine months standing like that. And that tapas has come to a fruition because, you know, the, the reason for which it was done was not to become famous. Uh, I, you know, he did not think to himself, I'm already famous because I have a big uh, chariot, which is like a Super Bowl float. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I want to now, you know, uh, ratchet another gain here. I want to mark another gain, the man who stood and stared at the sun. Now, that was not the reason. The reason the tapas was fruition because was because it was done with a you know, with the gain, with the desire to gain a teacher and with the desire for self-knowledge. He knew that he did not know and he knew that somebody knows. And where is this teacher? He didn't know how to find a teacher. He only knew how to administer the kingdom. That's all he had done. And maybe he could have clapped his hands and all the rishis, you know, he could have summoned from the forests. But that would have you know, bin ahankara, that would have been an ego. I am calling the teacher to me. No, even though he is a king, he went like Janashruti. You know, he, he also went and uh, uh, in the Brihadaranyak uh, Upanishad. Janashruti, another king, went in the forest and looked for a teacher who who was sitting under a cart and uh, who, who was just very poor and who spurned all the money. That oh, Another example in the Ramayana, uh, King Raghu establishing his son Aja on the throne also goes away. 
and in raghuvamsha by kalidasa you must read canto 9 sometime when you have time it is just even the translation is beautiful that will suffice if you don't know sanskrit because in the canto 9 of the raghuvamsha the 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 two kinds of paths which are diverging from one another the path of ragu to 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 establish himself in this knowledge and the path of viveka vairagya titiksha shamadama preparing for his uh, uh, preparing his mind and his body for the knowledge and the path of aja his son in preparing to take on the reins of the kingdom and kalidasa gives a beautiful you know corollary and he says that both were anointed aja was anointed he had what is called pattabhisheka meaning he was anointed to be the king and raghu also anointed bhuti with the ashes to to help him better understand that this body is nothing but dust and ashes and to and to not and to be unmindful of that and to so he anoints himself with you know with ashes and the sun anoints himself with all the oils and unguents getting ready for his first day in the kingdom so like this there are all these beautiful corollaries you know done that so uh, you know described in the canto 9 of the raghuvamsha and so very few people are there kings such as raghu who had vairagya even before the um, even before the king um, you know the before the death before his own death and uh, like uh, this one um, here brihadratha who established you know the uh, sun and went into the forest and he did not go into the forest because he was sick of uh, life he went into the forest with a proactive you know pursuit of trying to find a teacher to gain self knowledge that is that is what we have to remember so we have you know already seen a little bit here um you know there are a few things which are uh, which are you know fun in this commentary and i'm just going to read and explain so you can just uh, you know relax don't worry about uh, you know all, what it means and all these things i i will explain everything just listen to it brihadratho va ityadyakhyaika sukha bodartha tapo vairagya yoho atmajnanangatva akhyapanartha cha brihadratho nirjagama iti so the commentary here i mean it's not the opening commentary because he, he has already remarked over the first verse but now he is remarking over this um over this uh, uh you know story of brihadratha he says that brihadratha this this king um uh, etc is this this whole story is sukha bodartha so that we who are the shrotas who are the listeners we are you know we have ease of understanding because we can ease into the upanishad along with the help of the story so we are not left you know with uh, you know the opening verse being tatvamasi and having to figure the whole thing out what on earth is this and how do we understand we are not left like that and so it is sukha pratipattaye in order to understand easily what is there you know what it is trying to say 
and then he says he also gives a hint of what it is trying to say he says that you know tapo vairagya yoho atmajnanangatva akhyapanarthaha so and also he says for two reasons why this story has been given to us the first reason is to 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 enjoy the upanishad and to be able to understand it you know relaxed way and in a easy way to to be able to understand the upanishad in in a nice easy way without uh, getting very you know uh, without getting hung up on what it is trying to say so the story eases us into the upanishad first reason the story is given and the second reason swami ramatirtha says that the story is given is because to to show that tapas and vairagya so some kind of a tapas tapas means something that we have willingly entered into in order to purify ourselves and i said that yesterday that even karma yoga is a way of tapas alone karma yoga done with the spirit of tapas where i willingly enter into all activities and all relationships from the standpoint of self purification rather than from the standpoint of needing to be and wanting to be an actor wanting to be recognized wanting to be you know adored or seeking approval in all the relationships and activities so this is how karma yoga itself is a tapas that's why it's called yoga it's a lifestyle it's a whole life of tapas and you know and and in all relationships you know this one thing is very important for self growth in any relationship the 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 you know um, the thing that is important here is to be mindful that i have entered into this relationship for myself not for the sake of approval not for the sake of gaining a standing not for the sake of anything and this is very important with primary relationships such as with the parents uh, with other you know uh, family members with the spouse and with the children very very important to remember this because otherwise what happens is that you know one can never manage the the emotions such as anger and uh, fear and the compulsion to to be right and to defend oneself you know this is these are all these are all what is called swabhavika you know these are all until vedanta comes into the picture this is the way we deal in our lives somebody tells something immediately you go on the defensive or one goes on the offensive this is natural tendency because already i feel that there is a sense of lack and what i do is i defend myself and offset any other you know uh, thing so so that those you know those kinds of ways where i am quick to anger quick to justify the actions and quick to be on the defensive and offensive is to, you know the collectively termed by pujya swami ji as a ninja stance you know this ninja coming from the these this uh, extinct tv show called mutant ninja turtles and what did these ninja turtles have these ninja turtles had various ayudhas ayudhas means various kinds of things that they would fling you know 
and so like this the person is constantly in a defensive stance and that is not very pliant or compliant with self knowledge because you know you have to not if if, if one is like this self knowledge cannot come one has to open oneself up for that and without that opening there is no way it can come in the ramatirtha swami ji says here uh, that this uh, so not only for ease of understanding so that we can all have a good time listening to the story and uh, you know enjoy the upanishad that is the first reason why this story is given the second reason is atmajnana angatva akhyapanartha akhyapanartha to drive home yeah akhyapanam to make you understand it is a causal you know uh, what is that causal construction to make you understand akhyapanartham to 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 drive home the point and what is the point you know the point is this that tapasya vairagya both of them are atmajnana angatvam asti you know tapasya ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ so tapas i already told you starting with vak tapas yeah very important i'll talk about that more uh, but later but uh, you know right now let us understand what he's saying so tapas and vairagya are are part and parcel of atmajnanam they cannot be separated you one cannot say for example i will have atmajnanam now and then i will have tapas later or in fact i will have atmajnanam without tapas sometimes people say this in the restaurant you know i will have salad but no dressing <laughs> you know but here the dressing is as important as the salad because this salad called atmajnanam does not come without the dressing one has to dress oneself up in tapas and vairagya for atmajnanam to be delivered why because atmajnanam is not sadhya vastu it is siddha vastu sadhya vastu to be gained later on in time siddha vastu which is already gained atmajnanam is again that is already gained oh really you mean i am already uh, you know atmavit yes you are but then how come i i don't know that is that is why because what is missing is tapas and vairagya and you know and that's why the atmabodha starts with this uh, you know sentence tapo vihit kshina papanam shantara nam vitaragin um, so this this uh, text you know one of the shankaracharyas who wrote atmabodha opens it with this uh, you know prayer uh, not prayer with this purpose tapo vihit kshina papanam those whose papas have come to a relative end at least the papas coming in the way of listening yeah this is this is all about grace we need grace to be able to you know put once of receptive listening yeah so forget arms outstretched and you know staring at the sun for 3 years 
लगातार कॉन्स्टेंटली हियर इवन वन फिंगर टू पुट टू विच इज नीडेड टू टर्न ऑन द कंप्यूटर समटाइम्स दैट ऑल्सो डजेंट कम दैट इट सेल्फ इज अ ग्रेट तपस आफ्टर दैट यू हैव टू किस द फिंगर एंड एंड लव इट अप बिकॉज इट दे वॉज सो मच फियर एंड सो मच रेजिस्टेंस और सो मच तमस सो मेनी थिंग्स आर देर so here that the tamas is destroyed and the through tapas and through vairagya and which brings in of course viveka these two things are part and parcel of atmagnanam let nobody you know who studies this upanishad go away thinking that atmagnanam can be had without the preparation for it you know that's why this is being taught he says you know very 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 nice and um, you know beautifully put very succinctly put so then he says um, you know uh, then he gives uh, the a new meaning of vairagya the word vairagya usually what we think of vairagya how do we how do we split the, what is the etymology of vairagya we go back to the uh, the vairagya abstract noun so you go back to the not so abstract noun v plus ragaha raga we know you know raga and resha we know vigataha ragaha yasmat viragaha so the one uh, from whom you know uh, all the ragas the the the, the pressures uh, and desires uh, you know which have compulsions behind them all kinds of pressures all kinds of prejudices all kinds of preferences have departed vigataha ragaha yasmat you know Uh, from which it has departed and tasya bhava vairagya you know that is that, that that's how you make it into an abstract noun and so here viraga usually means from whom all or from which all raga and vesha have departed this is how we usually you know split uh, that um, that word but sanskrit is such a beautiful language that you can if you can make sense of it and if if you can come up with something sensible there are other ways of splitting or other uh, you know alternative etymologies are possible and welcomed provided you know what you are doing and here i wanted to read this part because he gives an alternative etymology for the term vairagya so let us see what he he says he says vairagya is actually vividham rajyam asmin iti virajyam yeah so he says virajya he takes at instead of vairagya he takes virajya so how is you know how is that vividham rajyam asmin asti iti in which there are many kingdoms huh? in which there are many kingdoms that is called virajya Uh, it's not departure of ragadveshas in which there are many kingdoms and then that's not the whole thing then he says tasmin virajye in this situation sarvabhaume adhipatye you know adhipatye and uh, um so basically he says that in in this situation what is the situation Uh, you know the status of having many kingdoms and the one who is the overlord of many kingdoms and what are the kingdoms here he's talking of the inner kingdom of what of 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 uh, you know all the preparatory qualities 
क्षमा अरिसॉल्व माइंड दमा उपरति तितिक्षा श्रद्धा समाधानम यू नो रिसॉल्व माइंड द एबिलिटी टू द एबिलिटी टू लेट गो ऑफ थिंग्स दिस इज समथिंग व्हिच इज वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट यू नो सो द तपस फॉर अस नाउ in this day and time where we cannot stare at the sun and do all the things that the rishis uh, and the kings of yore did what do we have to do we have to have a, a kind of a tapas where every moment and every day is tapas starting with vak tapas this is what it is ah vak tapas very very important especially for everyone who is married <laughs> it's really a win win situation somebody says the spouse says something you know and of course the person wants to react immediately wants to just clear the name establish who is right let's say you don't do that let's say you use the marriage to not do that to expressly not do that and then you feel like a loser if you don't clear your name you if you do if you just keep quiet you feel like a loser oh my god all these accusations are standing in my name and this person is thinking this and every day they are taunting me and i have to do this but let's say you don't do that oh but then i'll feel like a loser no you're a winner because why are you in this relationship why are you in this relationship i are you here in order to be right all the time no but at the same time i don't want to be wrong <laughs> and that you know that wanting not wanting to be wrong is a pain that has nothing to do with the current relationship it's a pain from the past that has to be resolved privately between you and bhagavan you don't have to you know clear the name because most of the time nobody is accused oh, nobody is accused nobody is a wrong accusation okay let it be a wrong accusation why are you if it's a wrong accusation it should roll off if something doesn't apply to you then it should roll off why feel insulted or you know all upset this is our problem in the modern contemporary times this is the main way in which the self growth is inhibited because we are unable to use the relationships for for being able to see past this injured pain body of 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 the of the jiva so one the ahankara identifies with the pain body the body is nothing but pain emotional pain which then it wants to ward off and protect naturally this is the this is what the, the you know this is what the the, the ninja does the ninja uh, ahankara tries to protect the jiva from further hurt because it has been hurt in the past but now what we have to we have to grow in order to go to the place where all these accusations we 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 have vairagya towards the accusations themselves the real and perceived most of the times they are not real somebody is frustrated they say something or somebody says something you know especially a teacher and you know if it is upsetting it is it is something to 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 be taken in and looked at that's what one has to learn to do and same thing when the spouse says something it should be taken in if if something applies okay change yourself if it doesn't apply let it go it's a win win situation you win in two ways you are not a loser you win because you win over the spouse immediately <laughs> you win over the best for your child your offspring you win over your you know employer you win over the teacher this is how you know 
and how do you do you know why all because your uh, you know the reason why you are entering into a relationship is is because you want not the relationship itself you want knowledge uh-huh. you want self knowledge so therefore you want growth and as long as there is pain that and as long as not as long as there is pain as long as one is subscribing to the pain and fanning the you know the the, the emotional pain growth will not come and so therefore what that therefore it's a win situation so you win in terms of your own self growth and then the spouse will say please go and attend some more one month course because you are so nice to live with now that's what the whole thing is very beautiful and that is that is our tapas that is the hardest in fact it's hard. perhaps it is easier to look at the sun with the arms upwards stretched out, uh, outwards rather than to what to be able to do this but this is the current day tapas and so you know that's enough of the um, you know uh, okay let's go a little bit further i'm going to skip a little bit uh, uh, back to vairagya here vairagyam and then he says raganivrittim so he gives the traditional meaning also not just the kingdom of inner domain the kingdoms of inner domains but also raganivrittim free of ragas upetah aihi kamushmika bhoga raga vinirmukta so what kind of vairagya did brihadratha have brihadratha the king had a specific kind of a vairagya where he was you know free of aihika bhoga and amushmika bhoga aihika means pertaining to here and now in this life amushmika means bhogas or enjoyments pertaining to the here after very nice and so he was free of wanting things here in this life kingdom adhipatya rulership etc he was free of wanting heaven etc after life as well then he went to the forest i'm skipping a few things here tatracha aranye sa raja brihadratha nama paramam dushkaram kaya shosha lakshanam tapah you know asthaya so what did he do you know he uh, he um, you know uh, he kaya shosha lakshanam he engaged in a tapas that was characterized by kaya shosha lakshana kaya shosha means that which threatened to dehydrate the whole body <laughs> that's what will happen if you stand days on end two years and nine months if you stand staring at the sun then of course it's, it will dehydrate the whole body and so this kind of a uh, tremendous tapa tapas he engaged in uh, why for the sake of uh, atmajnanam for the sake of atmajnanam you know so then he also raises a doubt and then after that we'll go back to the text uh, he says sahasrasya means we don't know if it was a thousand days or a thousand years <laughs> i say it doesn't matter <laughs> you know years is just a metaphorical for a long time and also it could be a celestial time a thousand years of of uh, 
earth time is different from the time zone of a thousand years in other parallel universes so we don't know where this was taking place and if it was probably you know uh, i'm imagining this if it was probably in um, you know one of the newly discovered planets which are exoplanets outside the solar system which have and there is one which is blessed by uh, two suns and it is called kepler something i forgot which it is uh, kepler uh, whatever it is some numbers and uh, some uh, letters are there to distinguish it from other kepler planets and um, so this exoplanet which has which is all according to anumana it is it is uh, based on some uh, you know inference based on uh, inference they can say uh, how big it is and then it has a sun that is it has two suns which are dying stars which are called what is that supernova or something like that and then uh, no no not supernova blue dwarfs yeah both of the suns are blue dwarfs in the sense that planet has two suns it is not um, dried out completely so perhaps in that kind of a situation you can stand there for a thousand years and and nothing will happen who knows so it might be some kind of an alternative universe uh, if it is a thousand years and if it is a thousand days also it could be some other thing we don't know and it doesn't matter so now we come back to the uh, uh, you know come back to the text um, where we are a little ahead of the bhashya and what is the text here so in in our text he had already uh, what he had already uh, stood with the arms outstretched and then what happened and then he was blessed by darshan of the teacher and what is the teacher's name shakayanya shakayanya comes and shakayanya is very pleased with this penance and you know and this is what it says here that you know it's not that the guru has to be pleased in the sense of guru has their own ragadveshas and you have to kind of propitiate the teacher that's not the idea because this is a term that keeps coming up again and again you know in all the in all the upanishads and the vedanta works you know and uh, you have to please the teacher you don't have to please the teacher the teacher is not displeased before you went to the teacher so you don't really have to please the teacher but pleasing here means the teacher has to be convinced that you are teachable and you continue to be teachable only then the teaching will come otherwise why will the teacher waste their time that's the whole idea you have to take the word please metaphorically not you know literally you see this is how it is the tapas was done uh, you know invoking the deity in the sun invoking the sun as a form of bhagavan maybe he repeated gayatri uh, you know or uh, all the vyahritis he repeated we don't know what mantra he repeated the upanishad does not say so he just looked at the sun and uh, for uh, three, almost three since the ishta devata was bhagavan you know surya surya he looked upon as bhagavan with the arms outstretched then that same bhagavan in the form of shakayanya a sage and a teacher manifested and uh, you know uh, the, the the people from detroit asked yesterday is it a mind play it's not a mind play otherwise rama krishna or buddha all avataras will become mind play this is avatara because the karma phala came in a form of an avatara 
taken on by Bhagavan, a teacher avatara shining with the resplendence of the sun and the sun you know means the one who burns all papas and the sun is also standing for the clarity of self-knowledge. So this sage was shining in the clarity of self-knowledge and he manifested himself and he says to the king Uttishtha Uttishtha arise arise. Why, why did he say arise? Because the king greeted the teacher with a namaskara. Varam Vrineshwa, please choose a boon. Iti, in this manner, Rajanam, now I'm back to the text, uh, you know, mantra to somewhere in the middle, okay? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines in the middle, starting with Vrineshwa. Uttishto Uttishtha, Varam Vrineshwa, Iti, Rajanam Abravit. So he addressed the king thus, who Shakayanyana Muni, who was shining with the bright light of clarity, with the resplendence of the self, and you know, and he came and he blessed him and said, I am giving you a boon, please arise and choose a boon. He addressed the king thus. So Tasmai Namaskritya Uvacha. So what did the Raja do? The Brihadratha having saluted him, having fallen at his feet, Uvacha said, said to him, you know, Naham Atmavit. He said to him, let us get one thing very clear here, O Bhagavan. You know, the teacher is addressed as Bhagavan because the teacher shows Bhagavan as the truth of oneself. And so, one cultivates an attitude towards the teacher. He, we learn this from the Upanishads uh, themselves. We cultivate an attitude towards the teacher as Bhagavan so that we are not caught up in trying to find faults with the teacher, which the mind is always trying to do. The mind loves to find fault and the mind loves to, you know, look for the, uh, the, the human inconsistencies and frailties and foibles and, uh, you know, uh, what's that, and flaws in the personality of the teacher. This is Swabhavika. And, to, 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 and as long as one is doing that, then, you know, one sees the teacher as yet another being in the universe. And that is, you know, that is deterred in the Upanishad. That is not advised because if we get caught up in the problems of the teacher with the body, mind, sense, whatever it is, then we are not able to, you know, use the teacher as a beacon of self-knowledge. You know, teacher as a transmitter of self-knowledge because we are always finding fault with the transmitter. So, therefore, the transmission becomes suspect or goes to waste. Because when we find fault with the transmitter, with the uh, with the body-mind complex of the transmitter, then what happens is we are not able to be a good receiver. This is what happens. And to offset that, the tradition says and encourages us to see the teacher as a manifestation of Bhagavan because then all these problems are, uh, you know, averted to a large extent. And this is something we have to constantly do because otherwise what happens is we fall into this pit of, you know, seeing the teacher as another being, perhaps slightly more exalted being, a little more along the way and, you know, no problem and they do that. 
there is i mean nothing wrong in 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 doing that but we must view the guru as bhagavan not so that there is no negative transference negative transference positive transference will happen but we are able to overcome it ha that's the thing transference will happen you know we cannot avoid it in fact uh, the more the shraddha the more the transference really and there's nothing wrong with that that is a topic of some other uh, class perhaps it will come perhaps later the ancients anticipated that this transference will happen and uh, and that without this transference the knowledge is difficult to attain and uh, therefore in order to offset the succumbing to the transference repeatedly and what's the word for it um, enacting the transference out in relation to the teacher the teacher has to be seen as bhagavan you force yourself to see uh, the teacher as bhagavan and and here this is why in all the upanishads we have uh, you know we have the uh, we have uh, the teacher as bhagavan addressed as bhagavan and so he has a sense of humor here the uh, king brihadratha he says oh lord oh bhagavan let's get one thing straight and what is that thing we have to get straight you know there are two of us here who are the two you and me of the two of us who is not atmavit atmavit means what <laughs> the one who knows the atma who is not the the, the enlightened one who is not atmavit yes <laughs> so he says that right in the beginning he doesn't waste his boon trying to say oh can i have some sunscreen you know can can all this get okay without sunscreen can can i have a better life he goes straight to the point he says look of the two of us here you are the atmavit not me and how how is that expressed na aham atmavit tvam you are the one <laughs> i am not atmavit you are atmavit tatva with means the one who knows tatva tatva means the uh, what's its name um tatva means the uh, truth of the atma and the one who knows literally it means thatness tat that tatvam means thatness and that in the upanishad is always used to denote the cause of the universe brahman so that is a uh, what should i say a short form for brahman so the one who knows brahman why didn't he say tvam atmavit no because it says he is already used atmavit once so he changes and says tatvavit so tatvavit tvam naham atmavit tatvavit tvam and then what you know shrinamaha shrinamaha means thus we have heard we have heard of the sage shakayanya who perhaps lived at a different time and we have heard that you know this knowledge shrinumaha so it's not only he who has heard his contemporaries everybody knows that this sage called shakayanya knows vayam satvam naha bruhi iti vayam naha vayam uh shrinamo uh, vayam so we have heard we have all collectively heard that you are great tvam naha bruhi iti so please teach this knowledge to us yeah and suddenly plural because through brihadratha we are also learning ha huh? 
one reason and sometimes the kings use the plural to address themselves and because everybody addresses themselves in the plural and so sometimes they do that and so that's a cultural thing grammatically plural is used by the kings and uh, some sages also so this is you know to show us it is more like because up till now he na aham atmavit i am not atmavit and then he was using the singular so now the plural is because of his question we are all being benefited so please teach it to all of us and because he knows that after you sit quietly he is going to share it with others and so therefore please teach and then shakayanya even though he gave him a boon and he was pleased uh, with with his tapas is not that impressed with his desire for self knowledge and what does he say etat vritam purastat 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 means long time ago etat vritam this desire for self knowledge was appropriate and befitting the people who lived in a different time long time ago are but the shakayanya and this brihadratha dialogue itself took a long time ago no 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 that was not long time ago even a longer time ago it's not once upon a time once upon a once upon a once upon a time then the students were ready for the knowledge then we had uttama adhikaris then we had people who who could do tapas i mean what is thousand days staring at the sun nothing who who could just do endless amounts of tapas who was so purified within and without and who had great amounts of patience who had great amounts of preparation who had great amount of all these things in the desire for knowledge all these things they had and they were ready for this knowledge and for them to ask this uh knowledge it was appropriate vrittam means it was acceptable it was appropriate it was it was you know right that they should ask for the knowledge and receive this knowledge but now purastad etat vrittam earlier it was you know uh, yeah i i made a mistake here it should should be a double t here which i have omitted in the transliteration so bruhi iti etat vrittam there should be a double t here okay that vitvam should be there because it's following a vowel yeah there is a rule for that so please correct that so etat vrittam purastat and now what dushakyam etat prashnam but now purastat which was vrittam purastat means earlier which was an appropriate quest self knowledge now it is dushakyam dushakyam means difficult to gain impossible nearly impossible to gain and brihadratha's heart must have fallen into the stomach and got digested also by this proclamation of shakayanya after standing and staring at the sun for so many years and gaining you know uh, and gaining pure purification self purification he is rebuffed his desire for self knowledge much like the desire for self knowledge on part of little nachiketa in the kathopanishad rebuffed <laughs> yeah and you know a lesser person would go away 
anybody would because already one comes with so much rejection you know uh, programmed into the inner psyche nobody wants me nobody loves me and now even the guru has rejected me <laughs> finished you know this life i'm not going after atma gyanam hadratha is made of stronger stuff stronger stuff and uh, he and just like nachiketa nachiketa doesn't give up nachiketa has three boons here this fellow has one boon and that little fellow you know asks for certain things and then goes straight to atmagyanam on the third boon and lord yama distracts him with praising him and giving him small small other little rewards but you know nachiketa is undeterred you know there lord yama tells him devaha api you know etat you know even the gods are the celestials are puzzled by this concept of atmagyanam then he says oh if the devas want it i also want it it makes it you know persevere even more for atmagyanam that tenacity is described here you know because this is what shakayanya is is trying to ascertain how boring to keep testing people <laughs> you know that is the most boring thing yeah why would the guru want to test it's not a test it is you know the here the guru is rightfully seeking to know how much you want this knowledge so that you know whether the guru's uh investment in the person is justified or not and these are pujya swami ji's words he had used these words in front of me and i was very you know um i learned a lot when i heard him talking to somebody he said you know in in no unequivocal terms this is exactly you know the, the gist of his words he says if i have to teach you i have to know he was telling somebody in front of me, i have to know if the investment how much to invest here of my time and of my effort so i have to make i have to be sure and investment doesn't mean like you know bank investment and returns that's not the the teacher is not interested in the returns the teacher is merely following the dictates of all the upanishads and the bhagavad gita idam tu na tapaskaya na abhaktaya you know they, please don't give this to somebody who is not matured don't give this knowledge for someone who has no devotion don't give this knowledge to someone who is not blessed with the qualifications it is uh, forbidden by the upanishad to do that and it's not just because it's a waste of time it's just because the person can, could also use it for the wrong reasons imagine telling a serial offender a person who commits the same crimes you know repeatedly a repeat offender is told what you are akarta <laughs> you are not the doer <laughs> finished that will be the new defense in the court i didn't do it because i am not the doer so therefore what you have to be very careful who to give this knowledge to this is what the teacher is following here the teacher is following the upanishad the teacher is following the guidelines laid down in the upanishad to see whether the person is really you know worthy of this knowledge or not and then so shakayanya even though he was dealing with somebody who is uh, so worthy according to us anyway who has you know demonstrated through his tapas that he is very very worthy 
he is you know he is uh, ensuring for himself and he says this was a request that was okay in previous times now you know ask for something else you know he says that here you know he says purastad etad vrittam now what now we have to supply dushakyam etat prashnam this question prashnam here means request this request etat prashnam dushakyam this is very difficult to uh, you know uh, obtain and therefore what tasmat uh, you know uh, anyan kaman vrineshva o aikshvaka so he belongs to the sun clan there were two uh, recensions of kings that are dated to the uh, sun clan and the moon clan those who uh, trace their um, uh, descendancy from the sun are called ikshvaku vamsha prabhavah like rama rama belongs to the sun clan so so to this brihadratha that's why he stayed at the sun that is the ishta devata and so therefore what so he uh, is addressed as aikshvaka ikshvaku vamsha prabhavah so the you know uh, so the one who is born born of the ikshvaku clan o aikshvaka o ikshvaku kula prabhavah o the one born of the ikshvaku clan what happens anyan kaman vrineshva you know please choose another boon because this is not going to be fulfilled <laughs> why because of the reasons told before this you know in the past this was easy to accomplish but now people are complicated you know you start with whatever you you start with a zero mumukshutva and then you have flickering mumukshutva and then the mumukshutva that is off more off than on and then the mumukshutvam with great difficulty is talked by the teacher and converted to jignyasutvam and this jignyasa the desire for knowledge mumukshutvam desire for freedom so the desire for freedom is flickering and then in terms of priorities and then great uh, effort is put and it is converted into the desire for knowledge by the uh, co you know combined operation of the student and the teacher and then what happens and the desire for knowledge peters out because uh, you know because one is impatient there is no titiksha and since there is no titiksha what happens you know what happens when there is no titiksha then the desire peters out desire for knowledge goes because i am impatient you know everybody wants instant gratification i need knowledge now <laughs> and so it doesn't come so then you know one greets the knowledge with the same way that one has greeted all other pursuits in life you know been there done that nothing happened been there done that nothing happened been there done that so what katha upanishad next so what can upanishad next so what one month course next so what this is how it is uh, is not one more pursuit on a par with other pursuits and then we and then we deal with it like that uh, you know that's when our downfall starts to take place you know we are inviting our downfall in terms of this pursuit it's a self sabotage because it is not one more pursuit which is disappointing and what is brahma vidya pursuit brahma vidya know that i am i am that happiness which i seek 
this is what it is so that's why this pursuit is not on a par because this pursuit is the pursuit of sat and everything else is the pursuit of mithya that which is ultimately non existent and so therefore what so therefore this is the only extent and existent pursuit and therefore if i keep this in mind then you know then the knowledge comes then i am able to have the patience and so here this is how the teacher is trying to send him off and just find another boon other so many pleasures are there that you can seek you know so you 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 ask for other things don't don't uh, you know pester me with this knowledge oh aikshvaka you know do you know so do this and then you know i will give you some other boon not this and then what happens vrineshwa iti second last line so please uh, please seek another boon other boons other uh, desires to fulfill and what does brihadratha do brihadratha does one more namaskara that's what he does shirasa asya charana charanau abhimrishyamanah you know shirasa with his with his head charanau asya shakayanyas uh, feet so abhimrishyamanah touching touching with his head brihadratha touching with his head what the feet both the feet of shakayanya raja this raja brihadratha iman gatham jagad he gatha here means monologue <laughs> jagad launched into <laughs> so and the teacher you know had to sit and listen to this monologue just like we have to sit and listen to this monologue it's not a chore but you will see how extreme it is tomorrow <laughs> and so the teacher had to sit and listen to this monologue and uh, you know and uh, uh, we have to also go through this monologue because he was not faint of heart he was not going to say okay give me you know give me some kind of a nice uh, house in the forest where i can live no he you know stuck to this atmagyanam regardless of all the rejection with regard to the teacher to keep repeating is maham brahma nirakuryam mama brahma nirakarot anirakaranam astu anirakaranam may astu more about that prayer also i'll write it down for you tomorrow and uh, we shall see more tomorrow a very long monologue awaits us and in fact the monologue is the whole rest of this lesson <laughs> yeah okay all right om purnamadav purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम